And then when you're finished with your reach ritual, it gives you a sense of accomplishment. Hey, I've already won the day. I've already had my first right. of the day. I finished this. And, and if you're doing things that feed you, it'll also help boost your self-esteem, which I absolutely, um, it, again, it goes back to, we can't serve others well if we don't think well about our own selves. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Loan Officer Growth Podcast, the podcast that helps loan officers grow their business, increase their success, and have more freedom. Today, we have Tammy Schneider, queen of the jungle, partner at the Mortgage Marketing Animals, mortgage coach, which she's an awesome coach, and a dear friend of mine. How are you doing, Tammy? I am awesome, Richard, and I so appreciate you inviting me to be one of your guests. I love doing podcasts, and I love being able to serve our community and uh, these amazing loan officers and help them get what they deserve. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, how you got started? Well, gosh, I've been uh, in the industry since 2006. Uh, Carl, Carl and I were personal friends, and... Uh, he came to me one day and said, I've got a great idea for a company. Well, first he came and said, hey, I think you'd make a great loan officer. Why don't you come work for me? So I went to work for him in his mortgage company. And shortly after that, he's like, hey, I've got a great idea of uh, opening up a coaching company and I need your help with it. And so we just developed it and started off and, and the rest, as they say, is history. So he and I have been partners since 2006. That's awesome. Yeah, you help a lot of people. Thank you. Yes, it's been an exciting, exciting journey full of lots of surprises and ups and downs, just like everyone else. So, um, but it, it's been an amazing ride and I've learned so much and I love to teach to others what I've learned in my journey and help them along the way. Right. So cool. Well, tell, tell us what do you love the most about what you do? I love seeing people get results. I love that light bulb moment when you can see that something's clicked with someone and life changes for them. I have had several clients that went from barely making it to thriving and nice. made a difference in their personal life themselves but it's also made a, light, a, a difference in the life of their families and their children and their spouses in their friendships, et cetera, in their health because they have more time to devote to getting healthier. So I just love seeing the change that comes about when people have a crystal clear vision of what they want to accomplish and then a plan to help them get there. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that is so cool. So we were we were talking uh, earlier a little bit about morning rituals and I'm I'm like uh, just so interested in hearing about how do you start your day like so many loan officers out there you know sometimes some start their day with just checking their emails and then they kind of get in reactive mode from from minute one yes. what is a what it what does it look like for you. I think the biggest thing that you can do to start your day is to invest in you first. You cannot help others. You know, if you go by the golden rule, do unto others as you would do to yourself, listen carefully, 
to the second piece of that as you would do to yourself. And so a lot of people leave that off and they always do for others, do for others, do for others, do for others. Um, checking your emails first thing that's doing for others. Hey, there might be a problem in there. I have to solve. Um, right. And so for me, if you aren't taking care of you first, you have nothing left in your cup to give. And so I think that starting your day off amazingly well, uh, and everyone's different. So I'll give you a couple of different ideas for having an amazing morning routine that you start. First, let's start with the difference between a ritual and a routine. So a routine kind of sounds, eh, hey, this is routine. It sounds average, maybe right. boring, you know, repetitive, whatever. A ritual, though, has is like, wow, that is, that's important. You know, think about these rituals that tribes do or something like that. It's ingrained into the fabric of their being. So it, it means it has deep meaning to you and um, gives you a sense of purpose. So instead of having a morning routine, I would invite you to start calling it a morning ritual. This is what I do. And it means I'm intentionally doing something that will take care of myself. And so that's what I do when I'm trying to create a, a morning routine is I make sure, first of all, that I've got my mindset right on what, a, what, a, what it is. And then I can move on to um, what I actually do. And the benefit is I get out of the bed the same time every single day. So there's not a day that I wake up at five o'clock and then the next morning I sleep till 11 o'clock. Well, right. when my body wouldn't even do that. So <laughs> I get mad sometimes when my friend says, oh, I just woke up at 10 a.m. I'm like, that's impossible for me. My body is just wired to get up between five and six. So one, having a ritual makes you get out of bed with purpose. And then when you're finished with your ritual, it gives you a sense of accomplishment. Hey, I've already won the day. I've already had my first right. week of the day. I finished this. And, and if you're doing things that feed you, it'll also help boost your self-esteem, which I absolutely, um, it, again, it goes back to we can't serve others well if we don't think well about our own selves. So if we're Eeyore or down in the dumps all the time or whatever that is, that comes across to right. our people. So we need to do something that will help us start the day off with purpose and joy. So what is what does yours look like? Like, because I, I know you, you're very fit. You take care of your body. You take care of your mind. You Like, what does that look like for you? So for me, I start my day off walking. So um, I have two other girlfriends um, that we meet at the same time. And it doesn't matter where I am in the world. We either FaceTime with each other or we text each other or we call each other real quick and say, hey, I'm getting started. So there's the accountability piece hmm. that we walk together. So, uh, so I walk for about 30 to 35 minutes, really fast pace. I carry hand weights with me and I, so I do my hand weights and stuff like that while I'm walking, but I'm huffing and puffing. It's not a stroll. It right. is for exercise, but I live close to the water. And so for me, um, part of it is, you know, I'm getting the exercise, but, but being out in nature also with the breathing in of fresh 
ozone and all of that kind of stuff is really helpful. And it, it allows me to have time to kind of just think. Um, so I, I love to come, uh, come up with some great ideas while I'm exercising, et cetera. So I do that for about 30 minutes. Then Monday through Friday, there are four of us that meet together at 745 without fail every day of the week, we get together and we talk about our lives, what's going on in our lives, what do we need help with, what do our kids maybe need help with, we are um, all our prayers and so we end up the, the call with praying together, but it is connecting with others and having a support of people who are like-minded with you and who believe in you and cheer you on. And uh, so, so that's what I like to do. I love that. So right now I'm not doing it, but in the past I have, and I just need to get back into the, the ritual of it, but also having um, a, a, a time where I feed my mind. Right. So reading, listening to a podcast, I guess I'm kind of doing that a little bit because I've been doing a lot for our work lately. Um, rewriting classes and rewriting podcasts and I'm having to you know do a lot of writing I've just finished my book um, and so uh, so I guess I am kind of feeding myself that way but it's not intentional where I sat down and said hey I want to learn on this subject or I want to do this but um, but I do like to take time to um, to feed my mind and keep keep it active so um, so but those are some of the things that I do while when I'm you know looking to incorporate that. So if you want to, I think the big thing that, that you have to ask yourself is, you know, am I making time for me and realizing it's not selfish when you do. Right. A lot of people have an issue or a problem with taking time for themselves because they believe it's selfish. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, Oh, I've got four kids. I need to spend all my time with them. If I take me time, that's being selfish. No, it's not. We have to have that time. I call it recharging or rejuvenating my batteries, just like a car, just like a flashlight, just like anything that has a battery that it runs on. You've got to keep that optimized. And at some point, sometimes you have to replace those batteries. So for me, it's like, a car, anything doesn't run if the batteries are low on juice. So we have to keep our own juice tank full so that we can give and give well. To me, I'm not looking to get through this life coasting or sliding by. I want to get through this life leaving a, a mark in this world, having joy while I do it, and being able to be an example for others and a help for others. I love helping other people accomplish things and so um, that, that's part of what I do. I mean, I, I think being grateful is another great thing to be adding into our rituals is having that moment in time where we are. And we do that on that phone call that we have together. What are we thankful for? What, what has happened in our lives? What are we grateful for, et cetera? So uh, it's hard to be mad when you're grateful. Right. It's impossible, I think, right? Exactly. And so uh, no matter what the circumstance, um, I think we can find things to be thankful and grateful for. Uh, I mean, I don't think it, it's not a secret, but, you know, I uh, 11 years ago I had cancer. And so, um, you know, I could either let it defeat me or 
I could find a way to find joy and find the positive side of that. And so that's what I've ended up having to do in a lot of circumstances of life is how do I find joy and say thank you for what I have, not gripe and moan for what I don't have. I love that because, you know, normally like part of my morning ritual is I, I there's a there's an app called the five minute journal. And every morning you put you write down three things that you're grateful for. And then you write down three things that goals for the day. And but I love I love how you you guys share it with each other. That is very different. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little different every single day. And sometimes you can be grateful for the same things over and over again. There's certainly nothing wrong with that, but it gives you a, a moment to really think about it. Um, so instead, I like to say I run my life, not the other way around. Sometimes right. it runs us, you know? And so if we don't take moments where we say I'm running my life, I'm making time for this. I'm planning that I'm, uh, that by the end of the day, if we don't do that, we are worn out because we're living in reactive mode for the whole day. Yeah. And, um, and so for me, being able to plan part of my day, and that's part of a ritual as well, is after I finish everything, it's like, okay, what do I need to accomplish today? So then being able to say, hey, these are the top, and guys, don't try and pick 90,000 things you got to get done today. What are your top three? What do I have to get done today and then plan it. I'm going to do this one at 10 a.m. I'm going to do this one at one and I'm going to do this one at four. That's way that's way you get it done. Otherwise, we say, oh, this is so important. I got to get it done. And then the end of the day comes. And it's like, crap, I didn't get it done. No, you've got to put it into your calendar. So for me, that. that's part of the ritual is being able to plan my day. Yeah, I love that. When do you check your email? I, um, I'm really bad at emails. So, uh, so I, I check it after I finished all those things. And yeah. so I get my morning stuff out of the way for me, nine times out of 10. And I would say this would be true in most loan officers lives. The only news inside an email is bad news. Yep. You know, it's griping, complaining, it, what or, or paperwork that like drives me crazy. So I, it's rare that I get an email that says you're the bomb. It's rare that I get an email that, that says, hey, the only reason I'm emailing you today is to tell you how great you are. Th those are once every 10 years, I get something like that. The rest of the time, it's like, Hey, you did this wrong. Hey, I need that. Hey, I need that yesterday. Hey, can you do this for me? And, you know, just demands, demands, demands. And so I don't want to start my day off with demands on me. I want to start my day off with positivity. And I can't do that if I've been in my email. And right. so that's, and I teach that to my clients as well. Hey, don't look at that stuff because now you're going to start your day in a sour note. And even if you try and get yourself back on track again, that little seed's been planted back here and it's just going to be pecking at you, pecking at you, pecking at you. So for me, I like to do all of that stuff after I've had my moment of joy, my moment of thankfulness, my moment of exercise, my moment of visiting with my besties in the whole wide world and getting myself grounded and centered and ready for the day. Um, another thing that I do every single day 
is the moment I get up right before my walk, I have a big glass of water. So mm. overnight we get dehydrated. I don't, I used to keep a glass of water by the bed and in the middle of the night, I'd wake up and drink, uh, you know, a big old glass of water. But then I ended up, you know, as you get to be our age, Richard, you <laughs> got to get up a couple times a night. So, uh, so I stopped drinking water um, late into the evening. So, you know, I, I try and quit drinking stuff around 7 p.m. Well, if you're sleeping till 5, 8, 5 a.m., I mean, you've gone a long time, 10 hours without anything to drink. And so you're dehydrated. So the first thing I like to do is have that big glass of water to get my system going. Um, and, and that kind of just gives me a good start for the day. The other thing I did was I gave up caffeine. Mm. I heard <laughs> So, uh, you know, I don't do a lot of caffeine. Now I still like a cup of coffee here and there. So I'm not a fanatic about it, but daily on a daily basis, I don't do caffeine. Um, There's something that I love. It's a chicory coffee. Um, Mm. It's delicious and it comes in all different flavors. It's organic, all of these kind of things. And so that's what I've chosen to do for me. It just wasn't, caffeine wasn't treating me well. And so, um, so that's what I have chosen to do. Again, it's my ritual, not yours. So if, if coffee is your bag, go for it. Now I do believe for anybody, eight cups of coffee is not good. Okay. Find something that's good for you. Um, I, we, we talked about exercise already. I like to do that. Um, I guess. The biggest thing then is, is after I plan my day is to get started and then trying to help somebody throughout the day. So that's yeah. kind of my routine is I do like to, to do that. I eat pretty doggone healthy. Um, I, I try and do that intermittent fasting. And so I usually try and have my first meal of the day somewhere around 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, so just to keep that fast going a little bit, I, I have found for me, it works really well and uh try and stay very conscious of my weight uh because for me it's a lot more expensive everyone says eating organic is it's so expensive i'm like you know what's expensive is getting sick yes really sick and having to pay for that that's expensive so for me organic is not expensive if it keeps me healthy and so um, I probably haven't been to the doctor in like two years. I mean, I, we're, we're just really, really, really healthy. And wow. so, uh, so that for me, it's, it's, it's that intermittent fasting. It's eating a, a, a good style. I track everything I eat. I know, you know, that, that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it also keeps me focused on eating the right thing and it's a good reminder to me, you know, sometimes do I get tempted? Oh yeah, I do. And do I give into that temptation every once in a while? Yes, I do. But when I have to keep my calories and my meals to a certain level, it really, it makes me decide, is this worth it? Is this worth it? Because then I have to give up something somewhere else. So for me, that's part of my ritual, a daily ritual as well is making wise decisions on what I eat. That's awesome. So let's say, what would you tell a loan officer that, that has a good morning ritual 
And now it's time to start the day at work and he's got to prospect, but he's got things blowing up all over the place. So what do you tell him and her that, um, what is their, what's kind of the most important thing to start your day that way at once you get to work? Well, for me, you only, you can decide this guys, you have to sit down and decide what is the backbone of your business? What is the thing that will keep you in business or help you grow? And there's no wrong answer to this. Um, you know, my, my thought is if, I, if I'm not growing, I'm going backwards. So, so right. I really want to grow. Other people are very satisfied where they are and there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to decide what is the one or two things. There's rarely a whole lot more than that. What are the one or two things that keep the doors open for you? that would make an impact in your business that would bring the sales in, you know, we're, we're in sales guys, yep. New slash, we're in sales. So what are those things? I, I call it knowing, uh, if you've ever read like the four quadrants, um, or the tyranny of the urgent or anything like that, you know, everyone talks about, Hey, there's important things, urgent, urgent, and important, urgent, not important, not important, not urgent. You know, right. there's all the quadrants or whatever. Um, so for me, it's figuring out in my business, what's important, not urgent, what's important, what's important in your business, what would make an impact or, or difference in your business. I would say 99.9% of the time, it's the opportunities we have to find more business, to right. keep our company going, selling. So those activities always come first. So put some time, put your war paint on, do those, then go start with the fires. If you start with the fires first, mm. one, sometimes they take all day, sometimes two or three days, and now we haven't done any selling. And two, it puts us in a crabby patty mood. Oh my gosh. And then who wants to go, hi, how are you? You want to do business with me? No. Exactly. No. So for me, you have to do the things that'll move the needle in your business first. Then you do the rest of the things. Yeah, I love that. And it's so, it's difficult when you have the habit of putting out the fires first but you're so right. It gives that, it changes your mindset and it makes it that much harder to prospect because you've got all those other things in your mind. So yeah, I think that's, that's huge. For me, it's something that I talk about quite a bit, opportunity costs. There's a true cost when you choose to not sell. There's a, it is costing you money. Right. And so you choose to put this fire out Sometimes you're like, but I've got to close the loan. I might lose a referral partner. I might lose this client. In one of the Star Treks, I can't remember which one it was. It's the one where Spock died. Um, but he had a line in there that I've never forgotten. The good of the many outweighs the good of the one. Hmm. And so for me, how I took that is, is that I, I'm putting others' needs first. And so having to be able to say what's best for my business, what's best for this, what's best for 
all of my business, not just this one loan. Because, okay, yay, I closed that one loan. I also lost 10 hours of sales time. I also ignored a lead that came in because I was putting this out or however that worked. So we've got big issues in our business if we're constantly having fires. I would take a step back and see what's wrong in my systems or processes that keep producing these bad results and where I'm having fires every day. Maybe I don't have the right team members. Maybe I have the right team members, but they're in the wrong seat on the bus. Maybe I just don't have my systems and processes in order. And it's got to be a duplicatable, repeatable process that if you were opening up 10 more branches, kind of think McDonald's, they're all built identical. They're all the right. same. They all cook their fries the same amount of time. They all cook the burgers the same amount of time. They all have the exact, exact same equipment, the same frosty machine. Well, that's Wendy's, but the same milkshake machines, all of that. It's the same so that they can have a repeatable process. So whether I'm in Florida or I'm in Texas, my Big Mac tastes the same. I don't eat Big Macs, by the way, but, uh -huh. um, but it's a process like that. So if you're ha having fires, you need to step back and say, why, why am I having fires? But you have to be willing to say that fire can wait for two hours until yes. I my until I finish my sales calls, then I'll address the fire. Yes, that is so important. That's amazing. So you mentioned a book. What if share a book you've read that's had the biggest influence on your success journey? Hmm. Gosh, I've got a couple that I really, really, really like a lot. So the E Myth was great. I love that one. That one really taught me a lot about how to structure your business. In fact, I'm doing a class on it. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, if, if we've got some members here, you know, go into our, our website and you'll be able to, to, to download the class and watch that. But, you know, that was a big one for me is how do you structure your business? Most people grow it as they go. They're like, oh, and then, oh, now I got to change. 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 Where in the e-myth, he's like, hey, let's start with the end in mind. What do I need to have? And he built out the business and then he went backwards and said, what do I need to do to get here? And so, uh, so I love that book. Another one I really liked a lot was called the Kaizen way. And so it talks about taking baby steps. It's a journey that we're on guys. We're not trying to run a marathon in one hour. You know, it takes a, a hot minute to run a marathon. And if you've never trained for one, you're not going to do it the first day you try it. So it's a journey of 10,000 steps starts with the first step. Hmm. And so it's just, as long as I'm doing a little bit better every day, I'm taking one step forward every day, I'm good. So I really like that one quite a bit. Um, I'm a huge Joel Osteen fan. So anything I read by his, I, I this is something that we do with our little group every day, but we read, um, he's got a book called uh, I Declare. And so it's 31 days of declarations that are positive. Oh, nice. And so uh, we read that that corresponds with the day of the, the month. Um, and so we read that every single day. So we start our day off with a really rock solid, positive something that we do. So I think those are some of the, the good books that I love. I love There's that. Lot, idea. I love to read. So, so yeah. I, do you listen or do you no, read them still? I'm a reader. You're a reader. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I really love that idea about 
having like-minded group of people. It's like your own little personal mastermind every day. That is so cool. Yes. It, it's been, we've been doing it uh, uh, 10 years now. Wow. That is yes. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, if you're going to do something like this, you know, take it a little bit slow. Don't, don't like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a perfect routine or a ritual starting tomorrow. So write down a few things that are important to you. What do you want to do? And I would say, you know, maybe do it for 30 days or thereabouts and then add else to it. So maybe you want to just start with uh, getting up at the same time every day and having that big glass of water. Hey, if you do that, good. And then you can add in the exercise and then you can add in, you know, reading something or whatever. But whatever you do, make it consistent at the same time, every single day. So your body, your mind, your spirit, everything can depend. It, it, it teaches your body. It can depend on you. Yeah. I love that. Take baby steps because trying to change everything at once is it's too much. Yeah. That is why most new year's resolutions fail. Right. It's because the goal was so humongous. Number one, the goal was really big. The time frame was really short. Right. Hey, starting January 1st, I'm going to exercise seven days a week. And I've never exercised before. <laughs> you might be able to do it for a week. And then most, most resolutions are done by February 1st. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. So for me, it's like, hey, my goal, if I was going to, if I wanted to exercise, let's say five days a week, which I'm doing, uh, Hey, I'm going to, I start in, in January, I'm going to exercise two days a week or three days a week in the very first quarter and get that down so that I know I can depend on me. I, I don't name the days out. I just say, I'm going to work out three days a week. And then the next quarter I would add another day. Now I'm going to work out four days a week. Love it. Now the next quarter, now I'm going to add five. So my body's learning that it can depend upon me and I'm starting to really enjoy it. And you start seeing the benefits and the rewards of it. And that inspires you to keep doing that. So keep your, your ritual when you get it going, just pick a couple things. Don't say, Hey, I'm going to do everything that Tammy's doing perfectly right from the get go. No. Plan out a couple things. What's important to you? What are you looking to accomplish? Um, and and start there. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, look look for like-hearted and like-minded people too, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I 100% believe in accountability. That's why I'm a coach. Um, yeah. But I, I think that we need to be held accountable to others for our actions, so, um, you know, I have it at work. I have uh, people that I'm accountable for in my private personal life. I have people that I'm accountable uh, to. And so, um, you know, it's hard. It's easy to lie to ourselves. Yeah. It's hard when you've got a group of peers looking at you and said, Hey, you, you gave me your word. You would do this. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So those are my words for advice for, for getting a ritual started. Um, one is realizing the benefit. There's so many benefits to it, guys. There's, there's no downside at all. So even if you are a late riser, that's okay. This is Burger King, baby. Have it your way. Make your own ritual. I just encourage you to make it like a standing ritual that you do at the same time. You do it the same way. You do it every single day. Your body, your mind, everything about this will appreciate that, that, that you're giving it a gift. 
and you're giving it the gift of health and mental health and intellectual health, all of those kind of things. And so that's, that's what I got for you today, Richard. Love it. Yeah. Time has flown. And I was, I was going to ask you what words of encouragement do you have for loan officers right now? And you already answered it. <laughs> Is there any, anything else before we go? No, would... I think that, you know, I, yeah. I think we, we get to choose that is, and I have, it, I have it in my, uh, my house. I have a huge sign that I keep all the time up and it says on the sign, choose happy. So we Love get it. to choose guys. We get to choose whether we're mad. We get to choose whether we're sad. We get to choose whether we're happy, whether we're joyful or upbeat or grateful. So we get to choose how we go through life. So there's no getting around bad stuff happening. It's going to happen. Some worse than others. Um, and so, uh, but we get to choose how we go through those things. And so even in this trying time in our industry, we get to choose how we go through it. Are we going to put our war paint on and work a little bit harder, make a few extra calls, uh, have a few extra meetings, stay a little bit late? Or uh -huh. are we going to say, oh man, the market sucks right now. I just, I guess I'm going to go to work at Walmart. I mean, mm. we, we've got total opposite ends of the spectrum of people. I have a couple of my clients who are having their best, best, best months ever in this trying market because awesome. they were willing to do what it takes and they've got a positive mindset and attitude about it. And so I think that's the biggest thing gift you could give to yourself is how do I stay positive? How do I keep moving forward um, and come out on top at the end? Awesome. Well, that's the podcast. That is awesome. I appreciate you, Tammy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Richard. I appreciate uh, being able to share with uh, uh, what, a, what helps me win the day. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, that was awesome. That was a great, great interview. Really enjoyed that. Uh, just wanted to say, if you're a loan officer and you're looking for ways to scale your business and free up more time to grow, check out Remote Assistant Scout. Go there and leave your information and we will call up and set you up with a strategy call. Remote Assistant Scout, uh, when hiring a virtual assistant, that is the place to go. So thank you so much. Bye-bye. <music>